You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. We are back to a full compliment now after Maeve's little dip out on our bonus episode last week. Good to be back, Maeve. Oh, it's great to be back, and I have loads to talk about. Good, good. And what about you, Donna Marie? How are you with your I'm injury? On... I know, I'm a bit injured, but I'm on cloud nine because the kids go back to school in less than a week. So there ain't nothing going to bring me down now. Before we get started, I have a little bit of news to tell you, Donna Marie. I'm not sure whether you know or not. Um, this day, two weeks, we're going to Spain on holidays. Off. Nobody likes to show off, right? <laughs> Still not going to bring me down. My kids are going back to school. Do you know what that means for me? Time. 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 The most valuable commodity in the world. Time and money saving because, my God, they eat me out of house and home when they're on holidays. Well, that's what happens when you raise three velociraptors. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> Let's face it, that's what they are. I'm telling you. I love them, but they are velociraptors. <laughs> yeah. I do love them, but my God, can't wait for them to grow. <laughs> right, let's get down to business. This week's Below Deck Down Under kicked right off straight into the drama. What do we make of Jamie? I don't know. I- yeah, I'm probably going to sound like I'm sitting on the fence for the whole lot of this podcast because... I have chopped and changed my mind on so many different people in them two episodes. I just don't know. I don't know what to think anymore. But as for Jamie, look, I don't know. Like, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the behavior, the lack of girl code. I'm just not. But then I'm not a fan of Zarina, Colin, Culver or Jamie. Well, it was Culver. Let's be honest, it was Culver. She wouldn't do that to Jamie. I think we know enough about her now. And she was even smiling and laughing as she walked by um, when she said it. It was definitely Culver she said it to. I just get the feeling Jamie's one of them people. And like we've all met girls like this in life where they're not girls, girls. She has her looks. She gets what she wants whenever she wants it. And she would rather hang out with the boys than hang with the girls. Yeah, that was that was going to be my next statement. She's probably, you probably find she only has one or two close female friends. She probably doesn't have a huge circle that she, yeah. that she can lean into. Yeah, and she tells herself the reason she doesn't have girlfriends is because they're all jealous. When in actual fact, that's not the reason at all. It's more to do with horror and horror. Attitude she, and personality. She viewed them as competition rather yeah. than as, you know, sort of allies. Yeah, which a lot of 20-something-year-olds do. But, like, when you get to our age, it's kind of, you see the kind of sad side of that. You're like, yeah, you grow like, up. Yeah, like, seriously, get a, get a grip on yourself. Um, Maeve? Yeah, I haven't made up my mind in her. I didn't like the way she, when she came into the galley to Serena she was trying to touch her and hug her and I was just like no like you just don't do that like there's there's a massive part of me that thinks 
if that wasn't on camera, she was getting decked. She was going to get knocked out for doing yeah. that. Like, it was... like, fair play to Zarina for, for being like that because Zarina didn't see what we saw where like she was behind Zarina's back saying, oh, she's mad at me, she's mad at me. But then a certain way to her face, hugging her and trying to be all nicey nice, you know, so... Yeah, I probably would have fucking decked her as well. Yeah, like, I feel like I've upset you. Well, you know, what gave you that idea? You know, you came in yesterday or two days ago. We had a conversation. and It was made very clear that, you know, I was making moves on Colbert. There was something going on there. And straight away, first night out, boom, you jumped in there. Didn't give a shit about what was said. Yeah, I just don't like that behavior. It's just like that. That's not how... I would treat a friend. And I know they're not friends because they only just met. But even at that, if I started in a fucking job and someone told me to stay away from a bloke because somebody was mad about him in the office, I'd be like, okay. And I'd do it. Yeah, but even how on her, um, I'm going to call it a cameo because the word's not coming to me. She was like, oh, well, that's just yachting. Like her going off with Culver yeah. and to Serena. So yeah. we've established she's quite a selfish girl. Yeah. How much of... I would like to do another season plays into it, do you think? If I'm in here and I do this, maybe, not saying that she doesn't want to get with Culver because she probably finds him attractive and all things being equal, she probably will go for him. But how much of the factor is, ooh, I could get myself, I could maybe get myself out there more by doing this. She clearly hasn't watched a fucking show before. This is not Real Housewives. People like that don't get a second season on Below Deck doesn't happen. I like the way she well when Serena asked for somebody to wash the dishes and Culver was straight in there because he could eat. Shwell came along and said, well, do you want to go off and do something else? And I'm going to be here I, like in a way to I suppose, protect Serena and be like, right, well, you don't want to be near him. I'll put myself here and then you don't have to look at him. See, this is where I am a little bit going to contradict myself now and sound like a hypocrite here and things like that because... As much as I'm sitting there giving out about Jamie, I mean, Zarina is literally chasing after Joelle now. Oh, yeah. Totally. And he did her friend dirty. How are you any better? Now, I will say in Zarina's defense, her friend said to her, be his best friend, get on with him. You yeah, she's, and as Aisha said, there's a big difference between being his best friend and sucking his dick. Come on now. Oh my God, Donna Marie, talk about, yeah. wow, you've shocked the <laughs> listener because normally when we talk about these things, you know, you say, you know, and, you know, who getting intimate and stuff like that. Oh, Ken, Ken must have taken the box out from under the bed last night. <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, like I'm quoting Asia, so it's okay. But oh, it's okay. the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. And this is why I really, because I love Zarina. I fucking love her. I feel like me and her could really get on. Like, she's just my type of girl. But then I'm sitting there going, no. If my best friend texts me and said, just be his best friend. And, you know, I'd be like, no. I will be professional. I will be cordial. But I will not flirt with him. And I will not talk about him having a nice fucking body. Although she did say after that, you know, I'm also very drunk right now, which is funny. Um, No, 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 no. I'm not okay with that. 
I do think that's a little less worse because at the end of the day, in close quarters, when you get into that position with people, you know, feelings are going to develop. If you find them anyway attractive, you're going to develop feelings. It's it's unnatural. And the minute you get off the boat, you probably go like, what the fuck, when you get back to reality. But I don't think it's a big stretch that this has happened. I do. Do you not feel it's a bit forced? Because one minute she was like, oh, my God, he's coming on. I know what to think of him. He did this to me friend and that to me friend. And now, like, oh, I'll tickle your arms and tickle your neck. And Are you yeah. saying she's trying to secure her place on the next season? <laughs> <laughs> no, would never say that about Serena. Never. <laughs> but oh, I don't know. Look, she's after being done. She's like, she kind of got done dirty with the whole Culver thing. She's rebounding from what, what, in a weird, you know, it's not really a rebound. They weren't in a relationship, but, you know, she's feeling a little bit down. You know, she wants to be perked back up again. And, you know, she ever seems like you could perk a female up. If I was Serena, right, the way I would play it would be, I would be like, right, fuck the boys. What I'm going to do is, I am just going to have a full-on girls moment with Asia, because when her and Asia they gel so well together, they could have so much fun together, and that might secure another season. Yeah, or maybe it's just for her. It's just not about because I, I'm not sure she's that sort of person that would even consider. I just think you know she's being quite genuine with her feelings and just kind of going with it. But like Joe wasn't reading the signals. Like she gave him the tap on the bed. That was, like, he he had the invite to get in for the cuddles. Well, he made her bed all wet. Yeah. I, think, I, don't I think noticed that. Yeah. Like, it's fucking wet swim shorts all over my bed. How am I going to sleep? I'd be fuming. Oh, my God. You are such a pair yeah. of elves. That's all I could You know, yeah. it, it's a, it's a, how long is it since you people were single? Zarina, I really do. And I'm just putting these other, you know, things out there. You know, for the listener, just to be, you know, a little bit. Jacqueline Hyde about it all, but I don't know. I just, me personally, you can't give out about someone about not having girl code and then you don't have it for your friend. Yeah, look, it's a complicated, I think we'll just have to agree, it's a complicated situation and we'll see, like at the end of the day, she hasn't done it yet. So let's see how, let's see how things progress in the in the coming weeks. Um, yeah. The next thing is Harry and Margot. Okay. Oh, Culver likes to call her Margarita. Margarita. Okay. <laughs> Margarita's really pissing me off now. Yeah. Like, okay, she finally came around after like how long to say, yeah, even when he gave her the out, she was hesitating to say because, and she's still kind of keeping him on the, the leash a little bit because she's saying, oh, well, sometimes I like it. No, that's bullshit. That's complete yeah. bullshit. You like them when you're drunk because you want somebody to cuddle with. It's nothing got to do with liking him. It's having a nice guy who's decent to look at to kiss and cuddle with when you're feeling lonely when you're drunk. She's essentially using him. Yes. And I do feel like there was like Adam and her were having a conversation and he kind of pushed her to go and talk to him. I do feel like there was maybe more of the conversation between Adam and her that we didn't get to see. 
or other conversations that Adam had with her where he was like, you know, he probably said it to her straight. This isn't okay what you're doing. It's coming across as if you're using him. So tell him and put him out of his misery. Like, so yeah, like, and she did put out an Instagram post saying, you know, she felt shitty about it and apologizing, but it, it is on the show. It's coming off like, you know, you're using him. He's a really nice person. Everybody can see that. And you're making a bit of a tick out of him. Yeah. She- Go ahead, Ben. And even at the dinner, when he sat away from her and he just decided, right, well, I'm not going to kind of interact with her for the rest of the night. And then she's like, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? And he's just like, yeah. well, somebody else to talk to me all day and now you want to know yeah. if I'm mad at you? He can't win. No, no. If you, if, you, if you want somebody to give you space, you can't complain when they give you more space than you wanted. Mm-hmm. That's down to you. you. You had a choice here. You made your choice. You made it very clear you wanted space. He was giving you space and then you get all fucking arsy about it. No, I hate it. Listen, those kind of games do my head in. I've I've been there. I've done that. For a change, it wasn't actually Chrissy. It was somebody else. But like we've been, I, I have been in that situation a long time ago where, you know, blowing hot and cold, want you one minute, don't want you the next. And it's like, ah, it's... it's mindfuck, like. You're just mindful. It is mindful. a mindfuck. <laughs> It is a mind fuck. Um, I don't think that was me, was it? No, that wasn't you. Do- Donna Marie will remember this person, but like, you know, Donna Marie didn't like her from the word go, but we won't say. Yeah, it is who you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not nice. You don't know whether you're coming or going and your head just ends up wrecked. You just end up wrecking somebody's head. So no, I don't like games. I think if you want to, if you want to just be friends with somebody, make that very clear from the start. Say, look, look, there's nothing here. You can't pick and choose when you come and go in that situation because you're messing with people's feelings. And unless everybody, like, it's different if everybody's on the same level. But you know, somebody like Harry, who let's face it, Harry's pretty soft. He's a lovely guy. He's soft. He's got feelings. He's not in there just to ride you and run off to the next yacht. You know, it's 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 deeper for him. So nice you can't mess with people like that because that that's and then women wonder why all the where are all the good guys? Well, they all change because they all got fucked over by bitches. So you know <laughs> what I mean? It's you know, like women police yourselves because the reason there are no good guys is because there are bitches. <laughs> Okay, okay, Polly. Glad you got that off your chest now. Yeah, I feel a little bit lighter after that now. But that- well, now, spoiler alert, but if you're on our Instagram, you'll see we shared it. It's not only you who'll be getting the love from in the next episode. Oh, yes. Oh, I am looking yeah. forward to it, talking about that one next week. The old uh, Harry, Harry villain. <laughs> in all fairness, he would not know what to do. He would be lost. He would be absolutely Just lost. Boy. I think he'd spend more time laughing and giggling and going, oh, two sets of boobies. <laughs> <laughs> God love him. I, I don't think he'd be able for it now. No, definitely no. not. Now, I do have to roll back a bit more again this week. And I, I seem to be doing an awful lot of fucking backwards wrong here. Um, Adam, I'm, I'm, I'm torn again more this week. Towards him, I—he's not the worst. I like him. I'm not there I, yet. 
But, I'm um, worried that he's going to be the one that gets fired. And, you know, is it going to be over something that it could have been used as a teaching moment as opposed to just firing him? Yeah. Whatever happens next week in the trailer, you know, something obviously happens with the anchor. So I'm like, oh, is he going to get the boot because of that? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. We know somebody goes. We, we we know somebody's coming in and somebody goes. Maybe he leaves. Maybe somebody leaves. Maybe. Because there's nothing to say. Like, we're, we're pretty certain a new crew member is going to come on the boat before the end of the season. But what we don't know for sure is that the person actually gets fired. Mm. I actually thought he was going the other night when he got the phone call. I said, this is it. He's going to leave. I was watching it. He gets the phone call about his brother. I thought he was going to hotel at home because the brother was in the hospital or something like that. And he wanted to be with his family, which will be understandable. Um, like we saw it before on Sailing Yacht last year. Um, like, you know, sometimes family's got to come first. It was nice. Maybe Jane. Go on. Sorry, to see him and Joao sharing their stories together and then, like, getting more of an insight on one another. Yeah. I like that we're getting to see more about him and his personal side. Maybe Jamie goes all fucking bunny boiler on Culver and he has to leg it. Yeah. And then we're still waiting on Margot to, you know, start dipping into the sauce during work hours. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of drama to still to come. Now, I do want to address something before we move on. I like him. I know you love him. I can't get on board when I'm running around the ship in a fucking kimono. <laughs> it just looks wrong. It just He's too manly for that kimono. No, he's not. He looks sexy in his little kimono. Leave him alone. Wow. Just seeing him with his little face mask and all. I was like, yes. Me and him are going agree. No, you wouldn't. Would. Because he wouldn't put up with your shit. Yeah, he would. Put you this way, I, I don't think Jason would give you the attention that you require. Probably not. Probably not. That's why I'm not married to him. Yeah. Because if I wanted in, to be, I would. <laughs> in saying that, you'd be even you'd be even more popular with the local Pampas grass growers if uh, you had him in the house. But anyway. What's <laughs> up? But yeah, not loving, not loving Jason in the kimono. It's you know, I I just don't get it. But anyway, whatever. Can't wait to see him next week in his budgie smugglers. Although I don't think he's gonna have a, I don't think he'll have a tap on Chase. Now the only thing is, I hope Harry's washed them before he gives them to him because. Let's talk about Asia. That's a pretty. She's so excited to see Scott. Like so excited. I love her, and I love their relationship. They do, have a, they do have a pretty cool relationship, it has to be said, like, in fairness. And fair play to, like, Jason for setting that up for her, like. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely think he sees her as, like, a much younger sister or maybe even mm. almost a daughter nearly. Yes. They have that vibe between them. Like, I love the little every single day she's in there poking him in the eye with the contacts. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's... It's like funny. I did not, I did not fall for any of those. Like, oh, do we see a little spark and all that? No, that is no not Asia. They have an amazing 
friendship and there ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that. No, for starters, I don't think it's him to begin with because mm. like we've seen guests throwing themselves at him and he hasn't even batted an eyelid. Um, yeah. No, and she's not that sort at all. Like she no. never once ever comes close to even talking about other guys since she's been with Scott. Like, I mean, she just isn't, she goes out for a night out and it's it's never even a question. She never even has to tell somebody that, oh, I've got a boyfriend, step back. She never gives anyone any signals that she might be in any way open to, you know, being led astray. She's a good girl. She is a good girl. They're, 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 they're few and far between these days, but she's uh she's definitely one of the she's definitely one of the better ones. Um so yeah, it was a good good couple of episodes. Enjoyable, got drama, emotions, we got to see some different sides of the the cast members. And yeah, looking forward to looking forward to next week. It's we're getting into the we're past the halfway point. So we're mm. we're getting down to the nitty-gritty now. So should be yeah. fun. Bring it. Now, let's talk about Ronnie. Now, can we just... Um, apparently now, anything to do with this episode has to be sponsored. So I have a list of sponsors I'd like to read out. <laughs> Aaron sent them to us. Apparently, if you even talk about the party, you have to mention these sponsors. Seriously, like, what the fuck? No, I'm, no right. Before you start in, I'm not going to lie, but... It's fuck. It's I think it's great that she got all them people to sponsor and pay for her bowel renewal. Like that was very business smart. She was only short of wearing a dress that looked like she was a Formula One driver. The amount of sponsors she had, like mm-hmm. ah no. Look. Would you not like to think if you were that rich and you were that like on the telly that you wouldn't like everything to be sponsored by somebody else? That you don't have to put. Your hand in your pocket. If I had that much money, I just spend it. That's what annoys me about these rich people. They only stay rich because people give them shit for nothing. If they actually had to spend money on the lifestyle they lead, they led. They probably wouldn't. Uh, they probably wouldn't be able to lead it. So yeah, no, I, I just, I, I do have an. I, I do think if you're going to have a personal moment and emotion, you know, you're going to have an event like this. I don't agree with celebrities selling their pictures to fucking magazines either just because they get it paid for you know this is how the rich stay rich they don't spend their money you never have a private moment then no but like I always sit there and say to myself like you know all these reality stars and things like that they all crave fame they crave it so they will do whatever the fuck it takes to stay relevant and to be famous. So they're not on the same level as us, like that we treasure private moments. We would never dream of things like that. But then we'd never be famous because we have no interest. No, this is this is this is true. This is true. Are your are your dogs disturbing you, Donna Marie? Yeah. Disturbing <laughs> me life. She can open doors. That dog is practically human. Um, yeah, so let's let's talk about the event itself. Um, it was look, it was a big, it was a big party. It was going to be extravagant. Um, 
why would you ever give people permission to make that amount of speeches? I know. They went on a bit, didn't they? There will be more. There was more people talking there than I would imagine spoke at their actual wedding. <laughs> True. Like I mean, you guys standing up there. It reminded me of it reminded me of wedding crashers. You remember the scene of wedding crashers when your man is your man is making the speech and he's talking about when he got out of rehab and how you know the dude was there for him. That's what it felt like watching those idiots up on stage spouting out of them, getting their two minutes in the spotlight. But it's it's me, so like that sort of carry on. It, that's why it's boring. That's why Brain says next week it was boring because it fucking was it because of shit. shit like that. Yeah, it looked awful. It, it was like less a, of a, a kind of vowel renewal and more of an event. Yes, yes, yeah. Which is again, which is probably because there was all this pomp and ceremony because of the sponsors and stuff. Like I mean, yeah. she, like I mean, let's face it, she had to have a chaperone for the night because she'd half a million dollars worth of jewelry on her. That was kind of cool, though. That Uber could do that. It's cool that you can borrow the jewellery and look amazing and probably, I'm sure she felt amazing, but now you've got a chaperone for the night. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, how me. impersonal is that? It's not our cup of tea. It's never no. going to be our cup of tea. Like, seriously. And I'm actually you're... looking forward to next week to see Bryn say that to her, like, it was boring and she gets up and walks away from the table. But, like, I don't even, I have to wait next week to see if the delivery is bad or not because we only saw a clip but it's the truth yeah it looked awful and even when the sister came along and told them all to shut up like what did she think she was doing <laughs> like I mean talking about <laughs> I was going to make a joke about talking about sticking your chin out but I think her chin was sticking out far enough as it was <laughs> holy Jesus literally I could see a couple having a full blown conversation in the background <laughs> of the shop where she's talking about um where she's talking to them and saying, you're being rude by chit-chat. But even then her own mother comes over and wants to engage with the girls and they're like, no, we actually can't talk to you now. We can tell you up. Yeah, and the mother's there. The mother didn't know where to look. The mother didn't know whether they were being rude, whether they were being weird. The mother just kind of nodded and smiled and kind of turned away and said, okay, this is all a bit on the weird side. Yeah. But no, it just, it's, it didn't look like the sort of party I would like to be at and be comfortable in. No. In fairness, no. for all the things I say about him, I think Sia's fella probably had the right idea. You know, stay at home in the tracksuit, kid, and fucking put your feet up because it definitely wasn't worth stepping out for. Yeah, and the only food I saw was them little mini sausage rolls. Oh, the wieners. Going around, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Bryn Bryn was enjoying the wieners. She was getting some guff online about that, the fact that there, again, another event and there was no food at. (laughs) But it's true. It's true. Who puts on an event of that scale and doesn't have catering? Yeah, and it's like a bowel renewal. You'd think it'd be like a wedding. You'd have a sit-down dinner. Yeah, so probably couldn't get a catering sponsor, so it was kind of like. But what were all the other sponsors for? Because there was about ten or fifteen of them on the card. What were they sponsoring? It's it. You know, you go like we've been to them things. Like we've all been to not events but parties in the past where we end up sneaking out and like fucking off to Eddie Rockets because we're starving because we weren't fed enough. Like when there's alcohol involved, you have to feed people. Absolutely. 
and especially if it's like over a certain amount of hours like i want uh like if that's a vow renewal it's basically another wedding and you don't have a wedding without a sit-down meal so there should have been a sit-down meal at that listen we were at a christening before and they there was more people than they expected they didn't order enough food the father of the child ran out and got Chinese for the table. Got Chinese boxes of Chinese for the tables that weren't fed because everybody's mouths were hanging. <laughs> because the tables that weren't fed, i.e. our table, were fucking giving out. Yeah. And we fucking complained. We complained to the parents. We said we never got any food. We're sitting there drinking all <laughs> afternoon and we never got any food. Yeah, so we got a Chinese handed to us. Thanks yeah. very much. We got a big, big dirty munchie box thrown on the table. Man, it was great. <laughs> Didn't have to make dinner that night. <laughs> but no, seriously, you have to feed people. What is this thing about not feeding people? I know people don't in New York don't seem to eat, but like, you know, some people do. Yeah, it's the one thing I agree with Sion is that like, feed me. Yes. Don't bring me anywhere and not feed me. Like, yeah, if you if you invite me somewhere, you got to be feeding me. We like. Mm. In fairness, like, we'll go over to you on a Saturday night, pal, for a few drinks. Now, we'll have had our dinner. You'll have had your dinner. You always put a spread on the table. Oh, it's always food. Can't come to my house and not get fed, like. Exactly. It's just a thing you do. You always have food for people coming over. It's that's just what you do. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Come here. Can we just slip on over to Jessel? <laughs> I, I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. This was this was this was the moment Donna's Donna Marie has been waiting for since she watched the episode. Sixty-two grand to send them kids to fucking play school. Yeah. It's play school. It's I play mean, school. You can give it to Fat Montessori or whatever other fancy word she was using. It's fucking play school. They are eighteen months old. You're sending them to play school. They they don't need to be learning Mandarin and shit at that. That's a whole other conversation because I don't believe children under the age of four should be put into a play school or a Montessori where they are forced to learn anything other than fine motor skills and play therapy and all of that jazz. Don't be forcing and ramming education down their throat. Yes, let them do the play therapy, the socialising, the core motor skills, you know, things like that. But 62 grand to send those kids to school. Why? Why? And now I want to know how much it is to send children to preschool or play school that isn't in like a posh part. I mean, do they have to pay? Because we don't. Our kids go for free. And you're paying 62 grand for two of those children to go in. Fuck that. But you didn't get a free iPad and a free Mac pad. <laughs> Those children can't use iPads and Macs. No. They'll bounce them off the ground and destroy them. Yeah. They're 18 months. That's what they do. They'll have a tantrum and they'll fuck the tablet across the room. I have to say, like, Jessel's husband, I know she complains that he's a bit on the tight side, but he does have a point talking about them learning Mandarin when they can't even speak English yet properly. Yeah. Look, I just don't get it. I just, I'm one of them. I'm like, let kids be kids until they have no choice but to go into the educational system. But and geez. then they can go get their education. 
Yeah, and I just think, like, I'm a firm believer in no matter where you send a kid, if they want to get on, they'll get on. Like, you don't have to send them to this fancy Montessori to learn all this stuff. Because if you don't want to learn, they won't learn. Yeah, 100%. exactly. Exactly. The whole thing is, she's planning out their future. Now, she's planning out what, you know, grade school they're going to go to, what, like, I, I don't know all the different terms that they use for the schools in America, but middle school and all this. They're planning all this out now. Somebody had see, said online, I don't know if it's true now. I know she clapped back, but I don't know if it's true. That up until six months before the show was uh, filmed, she actually lives out in LA. She moved to New York to film this. Hence why she had no idea about Tribeca's, you know, order in in areas well he's part of the food association of new york so was he always a part of that or maybe it's an animal organization of of the fried chicken committee in all fairness if i lived in new york i'd probably be a member of that group like i would too and then i was on reddit and he has loads of content to do with the best food places to go to in new york and stuff does he Oh, that's interesting. You know, we'll be all over that the next time we're going to New York. Yeah, because that, like, in fairness, most of us, you know, street food in New York, we don't get much further than the hot dog vendor. Yeah. That's about the most, that's the most street food I've eaten in New York. They were lovely. Oh. They are nice hot dogs, though. But look, I don't know, like, this is where I am miles apart from these rich people. I just yeah. don't get it. Like this is look, it's different. This is a different world. Like, I mean, this is this is your Blair Waldorf's and your Serena Van der Woodson's where they yes. went to fucking play school. Like yes. this is you're talking about sending your kids to Constance next. Yes. But I do love Jessel. And I do think um the audience is starting to warm to her. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I never had a problem with her. I Look, she's a little bit different than the rest of them. There's, the British thing does make a difference. And I think she has got a little bit of a rough going over. But I, I definitely can't get on board with the 62 grand a year to send kids to fucking yeah. colour in. I, I'm with the husband. Um, <laughs> it's 62 grand a year to colour. Like, seriously. Oh, yeah, I'm the same. I'll never, I'll never understand it. But then again, I'm not rich. No, like get your ass to get your ass down to Target and get a few coloring books and some markers and sit yeah, them up on the table. Pink. Now, actually, speaking of coloring, so I was getting a little bit arsy over the kid coloring in the wrong place in the house. Ah, uh, you see, this is what the problem is with these show houses. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. I like that. It's like. Look, I used to be a bit of a clean, like a clean freak, and especially when I had kids, I really struggled. <laughs> I'm still a clean freak, <laughs> but I struggled with the kids. But then it's kind of like, look, you just have to. It's the difference between a house and a home. Yes, you have to just let them be kids. You know, you can wash paint off the walls, and you can wash colors off the kitchen table. You can do all that. Like, who the hell has a white carpet when they've got a child? Like, no, I mean, seriously. Like, we don't even have kids, and I wouldn't have a white carpet because you would just spill everything on it. 
No, I used floor. to have, have wooden floors in, all, in almost every room of the house, by the stairs and landed. And that's only for a noise. That's only a noise thing. I had a cream carpet on the stairs and landing before I had kids. And then Killian was born. And I think by the time he was two, it was gone. It was gone. No. Yeah. And before gone. your kids were born, you had designer clothes and you had a, you had flash cars and you had fancy sunglasses and the best of handbags. Yeah, now they're all gone too. <laughs> now you're in, now you're shopping in Ross Dress for Less and fucking Walmart, the equivalent of. And I love my sketchers. <laughs> yeah. So like things change. Like, I mean, I get that she's an influencer, but like, seriously, at what point does it, you know, do you separate yourself out from your business and your home? Yeah. No, I think I, that's I, the thing with people who work online today, especially influencers. It's it's they they don't they can't separate the two. Yeah, and that that's a big issue. That's that's a problem because now your now your child can't play where they want to play in their own house. Like I mean, yeah, like I mean, I don't think the child should be able to spill drinks and shit all over the floor. But a little bit of coloring pen on a carpet is not the end of the world. But little does she know that she's actually more relatable to, you know, women her own age if she's showing that side of her life. You know, I get frustrated when I'm watching influences online and I'm like, how is that bitch's house clean all the time? And how is her kids not having tantrums in the middle of Aldi and shit like that? But it's not true. They are. They just don't show it. Whereas if they fucking showed me that shit online, if they showed me that their gaff was upside down and uh, they can't be arsed doing the dishes because they're exhausted. I would be much more into your page than I am. Yeah, it's like at Jessel's event last week. Jessel has this huge Kids event were running in the around. house and just these massive influencers and not, not influ- like actual people of influence, not influence, yeah. in- people of influence in the fashion industry strolling yeah. around the gap and the kid comes flying out in a baby grow like i mean that's reality that's the that's real related. world yeah so yeah i just that's how i feel about it i don't i'm not into that whole i'm going to pretend that i live in this beautiful home and i'm not going to show you the side where my kids are reckoning the gaff like that's fair. I think that's I think that's reasonable. Now, I know there was another little thing, but I think we should leave it for next week because I want to see the fallout before we discuss the whole incident, which is the Bryn and Abe thing. Because yeah. I think we'll I think we'll leave that bit till next week because obviously there's fallout and I think it's a better conversation had in totality rather than giving an opinion now and then having to talk about it again next week. Yeah, so, yeah I agree. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for Ronnie this week. I don't think there was anything really more. I think we covered, obviously, Jenna uh, has split up from her partner, um, which not a huge shocker because you choose to go, you choose to go on a show. You now cho- you choose to put your life out in the public eye. If the person you've been with for the last 18 months doesn't agree and doesn't want in any way, shape or form to be a part of that, then you're not really moving in the same direction. No, you're not on the same page. So it's never going to work. 
Exactly. So I don't think it's a huge surprise. Um, and like that, okay, Jenna's a private person, but I'm not sure that she's so private that she didn't want the person on camera. I think whoever this person was, this was their choice. And that was the end of it, really. And we get to see another side to her now. We get to see that single fun side to her, I'd say. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for Ronnie this week. And we will wrap up just as a crappy lake has wrapped up. Um, done and dusted, Luan and Sonia have headed back to the big smoke after their time in Benton. Um, what are our feelings in general? I liked the show. I thought it was 20 minutes of like fun, but the editing kind of ruined it. And if they're doing another show, same idea, the two of them doing something, I hope it's a bit more organized. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. It's it's a nice little relief. It was I enjoyed the show. It's not too long, it's 20 minutes long, eight episodes in the season. Perfect, I thought. Um, but the editing stood out for me as being I, I like I mean, it's not the first time I've said it, stood out to me as being the biggest hole in the whole show. Um, I think the best edited episode was the last one because it all flowed, because it was the build-up to the follies. So everything was sort of on the day. Um, their producer, the big the Broadway guy, Jay Alexander, comes in and, you know, they do on their rehearsals to run through and then all of a sudden it's the show and then the next day it's them leaving. And that all just flowed and it was probably the most enjoyable episode of the whole lot for that reason because it was just the flow. Um, I thought it was really nice how when they were talking to all the people that had had dealings with them in their time there who had sort of done any sort of work with them were all getting choked up and completely emotional about them being there. It was like even like like the the workman, the guy who did the work on the playground and stuff like, I mean, these are hardy, hardy working men from like the back arse of Illinois getting all choked up because these two ladies had come in and done what they did in the town and they were going to be missed. It meant a lot to them, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, nobody ever has probably ever cast a second thought about Benton, Illinois. I would imagine as much as we never heard of it, I guarantee you three quarters of the population of the US had never heard of it either. So it's not, you know, this is a this is a serious backwater. And for them to be thrust into the spotlight and two people that they really didn't know what to expect, probably thought, listen, we're getting two princesses here. These are going to be useless. But they dug in, they worked, they got on with the community, they had fun, and they changed things around for so many people. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was lighthearted, it was fun. I was going in expecting a newer version of The Simple Life, and that's what we got. And I do agree, just maybe next season, a new production company who can blend it all together a bit better. Yeah. But yeah, love it. And love Luann and love Sonia, you know, and I'm glad that the two it was the two of them and no one else. 
yeah, I think that was I think that was more than enough. I think the two of them were was all that was needed. How are you getting on with Salt Lake City? Yeah, still still tipping away watching Salt Lake City. I'll be ready for the start of season four. And it's yeah, it's it's crazy. There's a lot of weird have shit like, in that does that like twelve days. Twelve days to get your shit together. Twelve days. I can knock that shit out of it. I can knock that shit out of the way in one day if I have to. Um, but yeah, it's look, it's a good show. It's uh, the cast of characters is just crazy. The background it's, to the cast of characters is just fucking crazy. And yeah, I'm I'm all about it. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I, I like them. So yeah, looking forward to uh looking forward to getting it finished and getting into the new season and then we can talk about that shit properly. Yes. Can't fucking we. So I think that's pretty much it. I don't think there was anything too much apart from Bethany Frankel's ad revenue, which, you know, if you saw our social media this week, you know how we feel about that. And that's really it. Nothing else to really talk about this week. No, no. puts it all to bed until next yeah. week. Oh, anyway. We're gonna wrap things up for this week. Maeve, give us our give us our usual. Please follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Share the love and give us feedback. Yes, and anyone, obviously, whatever way you listen to your podcast, we would really appreciate if you left a doesn't have to be a review, even a rating, anything at all. Help us out uh, with the algorithms. And we will see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye.